Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Chris. That's Shan. And welcome to CCTV, the nonstop pop show. And today we are discussing the Spice Girls' second studio album, Spice World. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're wondering who we are, Chris and I have a huge range of experience in the music industry from performing on stage to working at record labels. So we have a lot of insight into this crazy business. And you can join us on those uh, crazy business chats on Patreon. So join the crew at patreon.com slash Pop. And shout out to our crew members, Lisette, Lily, and Emily. Woohoo! Yay! And we are finally <laughs> doing another Spice Girls episode Crazy enough, yes. since we've already done Forever and Spice, this is the last yeah. Spice Girls studio album for us to review already. I know, <laughs> bananas. We have solos. We've gotten requests for some solo albums. Yes. We hear y'all. And a one-on-one, because we got to discuss the business stuff, too. Before we get into the, the, the music on the album, Chris, do you like Spice Girls? I feel like you're not really, I don't feel like you, like, you ain't familiar the with Spice them. Girl. <laughs> no. Um, major, major fan. They are my number one artist of all time and will always be until the day I leave this planet. Um, and uh, yeah, I, um, yeah, they've made a huge impact on my life. Uh, they were my first big musical obsession. They kind of set the tone for the music that I continued to like now. Um, so yeah, I love them and I love this album. How about you? You've had more of a deeper, like, personal experience with them. Me, I found them by by way of uh, soundtracks and their own movie. So uh, my my introduction to them has been a little bit slower, but I definitely can understand why a lot of people appreciate them as a group. I mean, growing up with this kind of music, I'll shoot, the standard is high, honey. And I must say, Brit, Brit pop acts are, are something serious. And if you are interested in Brit pop acts, so are we, because we have done a Girls Aloud Pop 101. And I would love to get into more, more of their albums. And uh, we're definitely going to do a Spice Pop 101. Okay, oh, yeah. I'd love to talk about that. Yeah, but let's get into this. F not final album. Well, final album as a quintet, Spice World. <laughs> yes, so Spice World was released on November 1st, 1997. So we are celebrating its 25th anniversary this year of 2022. Mm -hmm. um, and this album was written and recorded while filming Spice World, the movie. So the album also mm -hmm. became its soundtrack. And the group was inspired by their experiences with fame and traveling the world since the start of Spice Mania. <laughs> so this album yes. is one of the best-selling girl group albums of all time. And the group has announced the 25th anniversary edition as well. So keep an eye out because we will review all the B-sides like we did for the Spice <laughs> album. Um, so yes, are you ready? Yes, I am ready to go track by track. I'm excited. <laughs> we will now go track by track and discuss the production, vocals, and lyrics and give our ratings for each song. Yes. All right. So the first track is Spice Up Your Life, which was done by the Spice Girls. Richard, Biff, Stannard, and Matt Rowe. Um, I do want to note, we're just going to say Spice Girls as the credits because they decided as a group that they would just credit the group itself uh, for uh -huh, all writing, right. regardless of who contributed what. So 
Yes. Nice. Uh, this is the first single from the album. And according to Mel C, the group wanted to do a carnival-inspired track that was a song for the world that reflected the group's energy and how they wanted to present themselves. And the music mm-hmm. video was inspired by the movie Blade Runner. And it features the group taking over a dark, futuristic New York City and reflects their global domination at the time. Um, But Mel B has since said that the group was not a fan of the concept of the video. And they wanted a carnival party themed video, but they were too busy and tired to fight the label about it. Um, (laughs) But the video still was nominated for Best British Video of the Year at the Brit Awards. (laughs) So what do you think of Spice Up Your Life? Yeah, this song has definitely accomplished what it set out to do. I mean, the spirit of Carnival is definitely in this song. I mean, the, there are whistles mm. and the percussion known in Latin music and samba. I wanted to do a little... They have a little footwork that they do. I forgot what the dance is called, but I wanted to do it to this song. Um, the song could come across as one percussive party, but the addition of the bass drum or like maybe a timpani, I don't know, it's a very like bassy drum. Um, it's in the pre-hook for the Colors of the World part, and it really winds the song up really nicely. And in the chorus, more brighter instruments are introduced. So if you listen closely, you can definitely hear all those nice sounds. And I love how haunting the la-las are. It's almost like, la-la-la, like they're getting you into this, <laughs> they're under their spell, mm. which might have explained the Blade Runner new Spice World Order. I don't know. I'm trying to make it make sense because I just feel like there's a lot of men <laughs> saying, let's do this, make them look hot and dark. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I appreciate the gang vocals and the verses. Songs like this in a girl group are so rare nowadays, and they harmonize all throughout. Um, and the vocals are quantized, which means that they're rhythmically timed perfectly. But I love that you can hear the slight difference in elocution and the, uh, the accents in their vocals. I mean, harmonically, the song is everything. Victoria Lowe's, Victoria's Lowe's are so damn yummy. And if you haven't in a while or haven't at all, please listen to this song in acapella. The isolated vocals are so satisfying. Mm -hmm. So satisfying. And it's just almost just like it could stand alone by itself. Like I would sit there and listen to them go together for like hours. I could could do it. Um, Lyrically speaking, the verses... makes sense like the first verse um it's like how they're 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 the ones to bring up the fun and the second verse creates this united nations of mixed peoples including a yellow man in timbuktu and a tribal space man that one was always very strange to me because it was very specific um (laughs) uh but yeah the video for this is ominous as hell i mean i get that they're taking over the world but like the spice world order thing again meh and thanks goodness (laughs) Seriously, thank goodness for the movie and the live performance scene. Because if I would have saw that as a kid, I would have been like, what's happening? Um, It doesn't make any sense. Especially the song being so bright. Yes. Getting it over to you. What do you think about the advice of your life? (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, first off, the video, it I really don't get it either. It just doesn't match the song. Like, I feel like the concept would have been, if they wanted it darker, they, the, the concept would have made more sense if it was them Hi. entering this whole Gotham City situation and actually brightening yeah, it up, brightening like it bringing up. the color <laughs> yes. and like making yeah. them happy. Because I don't understand, like we, we yes. see these men like struggling in jail and we yes. see these people That's like in thinking. these gross moldy rooms with like water dripping and they all look yeah. so unhappy as they're like being forced to watch Spice Girls music videos. Yes. It's just very bizarre. <laughs> Um, I didn't like them. I was like, hmm, I got yeah, the, they're I'm taking the over the world dreams. and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they uh, look great, though. I love Jerry's like Statue of Liberty esque. Yes, uh, with her thing. Ursula's crown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, very bizarre because it makes it look like they've caused the darkness. You know, they're mm-hmm. like an evil alien entity that yes. has like ruined the city. 
Um, so it's yeah. a little bizarre. Uh, but yes, world order. Uh, <laughs> I do think this song is awesome. It's a perfect interpretation of how they as a group so quickly took over the world. And the energy mm-hmm. is just great in it. Um, it really feels like a statement. I think like yeah. Wannabe, is it musically one of the group's best songs? No. <laughs> no. Um, but it is very signature and unique. Like literally no one else could sing this song. You know, uh-uh. um, and, and uh-uh. make it the way that they did. Like, imagine like Fifth Harmony attempting to sing this, you know, it'd be like, uh. um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I agree with what you said about the entire song being sung in unison. Um, mm-hmm. I was reading some interviews and I believe they actually did go into the booth together to record it as well, just to kind of add to the mm. dynamic. Um, and I think you can kind of hear that with the Spice Up Your Life chants and stuff like that. It feels mm-hmm. like a group together, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does emphasize the unity and the idea of like uniting the world. It did definitely did take me a while to realize that hype, see, yeah, was yes in Japanese, Spanish and German. Oh, it was the juice. <laughs> no, I like high C, yeah, like it's the yes yeah. in those three nice. languages, uh, which I love. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I didn't know that for a long time. Nice. Um, and yeah, cool. I agree with what you said about the acapella vocal stem uh, videos. I say that actually for the mm-hmm. whole album. There's some amazing mm-hmm. harmonies throughout the whole album, which I will mention probably for every song. Um, but yeah, this yeah. one has some great four part harmonies, especially the chorus as well. Even just the slam to the left, yeah. there's a full four part harmony going on. Yeah, uh, for even all the verses that, are so. four part too. Yeah. I didn't know that. Not four, yeah, but yeah. it's like three, three, three to four. Three to four. Yeah. So, you know, but I yeah. think, you know, Spice, the Spice Girls never really get their flowers when it comes to their vocal ability and their blend as a group, but they really mm-hmm. were very good. Um, so, yeah. so, yeah, definitely worth looking at um, or listening okay. to. Um, but, yeah, this song is just, it's just great energy. So what do you rate this one? I'll give this one a 10, honestly. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of starting kind of high. But I like this song. I think it's really good. And then for what it is, vocally speaking, they're spice women. I think people think they were children, like like teenage girls. These are grown women with grown women pipes. And they they mm. sang their little booties off. Um, but yeah, I, I'll give it a 9. I'll shoot that at 9. <laughs> 10 might be too high. I'll give it a 9. I thought about it. Because there's more songs... I'm going to match you with a nine. This is not my favorite Spice Girl single. I, I appreciate songs. it for kind of how it is live and the energy that yeah. it brings, but it's not musically mm-hmm. their best for me. And now, speaking of stopping to think, the next song is Stop. <laughs> Done by the Spice Girls Absolute Team, which is, consists of Andrew Watkins and Paul Wilson. This was the third single from the album, and it hit number two in the UK singles chart, breaking the group's number one streak for every single up to that point mm. only. Mm-mm-mm. Influenced by Motown, Jerry came up with the concept of the track, and it was about the group's feelings toward their management at the time, who they felt was overworking them. This was all building up to the eventual firing of Simon Fuller shortly after the album's relief. They mm-hmm. said bye bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the music video was shot in Ireland, and the video takes place in 1950s working class street with the group playing games and performing to the community. Oh, look at them performing charity. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Like this, this is one of my absolute favorite Spice Girl songs. I can still do the entire dance routine. But yeah, I think it's interesting that the song is actually about frustration with their management. I think as a kid, I definitely yeah. had no idea what the song was about. Mm-hmm. And in melodically nope. <laughs> and, and vocally, it just sounds so happy and light as well. So it's funny. Yeah. It's that there's actually this kind of deepness to the lyrics of it. Mm. Um, 
production-wise, I enjoy this kind of modernized take on Motown. Um, it's yes. got a nice balance. Like, yes, it has kind of the typical things that come with, with Motown production. But there's like a mm-hmm. bongo-like percussion there. There's yeah. like these other elements in there that, that do modernize it and, and kind of make it a little more global sounding, more modern mm-hmm. sounding. So I enjoy yes. that. Um, vocally, I think this one sits so well for all five of them. Um, the pre-chorus uh-huh. is probably my favorite moment. The ooze with Mel B and Emma yeah. doing the harmonies and then Mel C's little little build up into the chorus. And of course, Mel C's ad libs, one of my favorite moments of hers throughout the discography. Um, so yeah, this one's up there. I love this song. I could never get sick of it. I hear you. I mean, this one is reminiscent of classic singles by the Supremes or even Martha and the Vandellas. Um, I think lyrically, I same thing with you. I I thought the song was like slowing down while living life and dating. It's just like, there's a lot of things going on. You know, you, you take an inch, I run a mile. You don't even know me. Things like yeah. that. I'm just like, <laughs> you're moving too fast. You know, and I thought it was like that, you know. Um, the deeper meaning of, of the song being about the manager is an eye-opener for sure. Because, again, you never know what people are going through, right? Mm. Um, makes me appreciate the hand that the ladies did have in the creative process, like, more so than what other pop acts don't typically get. I mean, should we hear stories of TLC getting scammed? You know, a bunch of boy groups getting scammed. They were like, um, we're going to write a song about you. We don't <laughs> like you. But we're going to just disguise it about a boy um the song is big it's huge the horns are everything and the song isn't too far from their usual sounds like and i also could hear a group like girls aloud kind of singing it like i don't i it's quirky just quirky enough for them to kind of do it i wonder what xenomania would have done with it like for mm. sure because they i could hear them kind of just like stop right now and dancing really terribly um <laughs> y'all listen i know that they can dance but the joke is that their awkward little biology dance is just stuck in my head mm. um but yeah um i do wonder what would sound like with another group covering it like you said certain songs you can't really hear other groups singing but this one isn't too hard people need to start covering this when they do like those group performances on the the, the like the x factor and the voice the spice girls is a great group to do it for and do it with um i think the harmonies would sound stellar um and i have to say the performance is so good those live vocals are absolutely stunning mm. and I love that they're dressed so modestly and in their coats while singing in that classic black and white before removing the coats yes. and then showing that they're colorful outfits and then the, the colors come into the camera, which makes me really agree with what you said about spice up spice up the spice up your life. I'm stuttering because I'm just like having a brain fart about why the hell they would sit there and have these girls be like freaking dictators as opposed to taking the Brit Awards approach and presenting them as like the brightness, you know? Yeah. Like like the Powerpuff Girls episode. Make the world go round. <laughs> and that's what I felt like should have happened. But yeah, any hoodle doodle. The music video is quite cute. Again, they're performing charity. They look great. I feel like because their hair and their makeup is just so modern. And then you have Melcy with her gold too. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it doesn't fit like the time specifically, but they look sweet. I like that they're coming out of the houses. It's kind of cute. I just, yeah. I actually do like the little 60s references and the makeup and stuff. Like, they have kind uh-huh. of the classic Motown-y eye. You oh, know, yeah, everything. you're right. Yeah, they do have um, that. So yeah. I, I like that. I thought it was funny because it looked like such a depressing, dreary day in Ireland. Oh, that, you know, like It's so dark and gray. But they're here to, you know, bring some fun into it. Because, like, again, again, like, like Spice of Your Life, like, everyone is so unhappy around them. The people in the hall or the old folks' home or whatever they're playing at at the oh, end. Yeah. They, they are very happy by the end. But before that, they're like so sad. Took some so, time to warm so up. So maybe this <laughs> yeah. was, yeah. So this made a little more sense actually, you know, they're bringing joy to this little community yeah. in Ireland. I give this one a 10. How about you? Oh, well, I give this one yeah. a... I give this one a 9. 
Don't want to give too much too soon. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, the next single or the next song on the album is Too Much, which was, again, done by the Spice Girls and the Absolute team of Andrew Watkins and Paul Wilson. And this was the second single from the album and the group's second Christmas number one single in the UK following To Become Mm -hmm. One, the the previous year. And this was, again, started by Jerry and inspired by how tired and overworked the group felt. And the song is Mm -hmm. about always wanting more more money, more fame, more love, and how it's never enough. At the same time, you can't let it go. Um, mm-hmm. So Absolute was inspired by the doo-wop sound for the production of the track. And the music video has each Spice Girl in their own scenes inspired by a different movie. We have Emma with Poltergeist, Mel B with Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, Mel C with mm-hmm. Year of the Dragon, Jerry with Gilda, and Victoria with Batman Returns. Um, so, and then there's also a version of the video where it like splices in clips of the Spice World movie as well. Yes. So yeah. Yes. What do you think of Too Much? Oh, this song, this song, this song. When I tell you, I did not know what this song meant when I was a kid, but sang it with all my heart. Yeah. Same. I feel like everyone's done. Yeah. I feel like everyone's done that. But man, I used to be like, even when I got older, I was what, six or seven years ago, I was still singing the song and still did not know what the words were, but I just did not care. I was just like, it just feels good to sing it. Okay. I like the way it sounded, the way it made me feel. And I knew the words. I actually knew the words on this one. I'm terrible with lyrics. <laughs> um, the do up and the R&B-esque bounds of this song with the guitar wobble synth sound that I sound crazy mm-hmm. really made it cool and it felt jazzy with the horns and orchestral with the strings and it's it's deliciously arranged I will you know just delicious scrumptiously de- arranged and it builds as the song carries on um there's flourishes in the second verse that I bet if you when you went to you know with Spice World when you went it probably sounded really good um mm. uh, and the bridge part absolutely love it i mean it's it's iconic i mean what part of know that you understand oh my god listen i'm not gonna sing it now like mel voice is like the sole owner mel's voice owns that song like mm. that's her part like even the tone that she has there i think it's in her mixed voice i've heard her sing the lower like down the octave just to kind of because it's a, it's high mm-hmm. and as older she's gotten she's picked a more like you know comfortable note to sing and it still sounds really good but you can always hear the audience go Kay! <laughs> the audience it is amazing but that part oh my god i would love to cover this song one day like as an adult i can totally appreciate appreciate the lyrics like both meanings of like the manager thing but just in general too much of nothing so why don't we give it a try mm-hmm. too much of something we're gonna be living a lie like i love that <laughs> chant yeah like yes. living in excess or living in meaninglessness is not ideal like finding that balance is key and i just again would love to cover this song one day we'll see if i got the part you know <laughs> i want to lower the key i want to st- struggle through it till i get it right <laughs> oh man yeah. yes oh the production is so pretty on this it's super dreamy yeah. um i love mm-hmm. how forward the bass line is as well it really balances oh, yeah. the strings and the horns really well um and yeah like you mentioned it has a nice gentle build i love that outro as well i love a good outro not enough yeah. songs have outros um, but yeah, vocally, yes, Mel C, this is Mel C's shining moment, I think. But every member sounds great on their lines. Yes. Super distinctive. Um, mm-hmm. Like they all sound vulnerable. It's just really, really well done. And so, again, some really beautiful harmonies throughout this. Mm. Um, yeah. I have to shout out the American Music Awards performance that they did in preparation for the tour at the time. It's such mm-hmm. a good performance of this song. They all sound really, really good. And the band is amazing. Um, yeah. But 
I don't know if you've heard the version that they did mm. on the first reunion tour in 2007. They turned it into no. this like upbeat, like uh, jazzy version. Don't do that, okay, we're going to take a break so you could listen to this. Get me out of here. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> yes, so they turned it into the burlesque situation and it sucked. What did you think? You. <laughs> I'm angry. I don't like that at all. <laughs> don't ever do that to me again. If you want to keep being my friend, don't you ever do show me something like that ever again. That was terrible. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. So anyway, goodness. we pretend that version never happened. Luckily, they did it correctly and, and right on the 2019 tour. Um, anyway, I do love the song a lot. Um, the video, it actually took me years to also fully understand what movies they were referencing. Because, you know, I was like... Seven. Yeah. Um, right, right. So I think I only knew Catwoman. Uh, but I do remember <laughs> loving seeing Mel C in these like kung fu scenes, wearing a traditional Chinese outfit and everything. So I'm very biased because yeah. she's my favorite as well. But I think it was cool yeah. for me as a kid in an industry mm -hmm. where there were no Asian anything in the Western entertainment industry, seeing even just a reference right. was very exciting for me. So yeah. Right. It doesn't necessarily, I don't know. I, I think the song does match the song in a way because they made it very mm -hmm. kind of dreamy but i think the whole yeah. point was for it to tie in with the movie so the movie clips yes. don't really fit with the song with um, the, the reach that she does don't you remember the reach that she yeah, did yeah i the like the blend the, the little blend parts are fun <laughs> um, but like yeah I, I like the idea of them you know we're promoting our movie so we're going to reference some of our other favorite movies i like the yeah, idea of that but i just don't think the song was maybe right for that but yeah what did you think of the video I, you know what? I liked Mel C's part, too. And I think it's just because of the the bread, the ponies. I'm a, I'm a tomboy, like, through and through, right? So I always looked at her and thought, oh, yeah, that's identifiably, like, what I like. Um, that and then uh, Mel B is black. So not even trying to be funny. Black girl, yeah. black girl. Oh, that makes sense in my brain. So it's just those two always stood out to me. Um, and, again, I didn't know it was for either. But it's nice to kind of uh, see the references, especially with Jerry's Gilda. I mean, if you know... Hepburn, not Hepburn, wow, wrong person. Rita Hayworth, excuse me. And she looks over and she goes, and like, ooh, iconic, you know, moments like that. And Emily looks so cute as the as the lead of Poltergeist. With the she's sitting there <laughs> yeah. smiling, everything's going to hell. I love it. <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's nice to see this video, even looking back on it now, it's just like, wow, it's so like you said, dreamy. The filter on is really beautiful. And I like to look at the remastered of it because you can really appreciate all the qualities of the video. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a song, I'm going to give it a big fat 10, which is why I didn't give Stop a 10 because this one right here, you can't tell me nothing. You go, oh, yeah, they, the song yeah. doesn't mean anything out here. Even with that burlesque performance that you just exposed me to. <laughs> that thing, that, that yeah, this one for sure. I think it's actually is my favorite of the Spice Girls ballads. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely mm -hmm. a 10 as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here they are with Saturday Night Devos. I never really say Devos, but the Saturday Night is in there several thousand times. Um, and this song was done by the Spice Girls, Richard Biff Standard, and Matt Rowe. Mm -hmm. ah, you know, so far this album has really handed 
has really handled the torch that Spice passed to it. Um, this song is the theme song for ladies looking to move on and move away from heartbreak, honey. I will say that because I listened to this and I was like, yeah, forget him. I'm the I'm the super fly, honey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who hasn't felt like that? You know, I just quit my job or whatever. And you're like, yeah, uh, Saturday night, I'm going to go out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the the... The dynamics in this song, um, for sure. It's cool, head boppy, really cool R&B. Victoria on verse one, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also in harmonies, in harmonic with, M- uh, with Mel C. They sound so nice together. Like, Victoria's more laid back in her approach, and Mel C has that little swangy approach for her, <laughs> for each of her parts. Yeah. And then Emma's parts in the pre-hooks feel so sparkly and fresh. Like, it gets very bright. Like, I feel like a fairy godmother came down to tell me, like, you're still that girl. Um, and I can totally see why a lot of K-pop gets inspo from Britpop. Because this feels like a transition that's very common in in the genre now. Like the whole like dark kind of like R&B kind of thing. And all of a sudden, bring, da-da, mm-hmm. da-da, da-da, and you're like, oh, yeah. Um, the chorus, though, uh, it's really repetitive. And, and while it's mind numbing, <laughs> by the time the last several sets come in, I am thankful for the ad libs that come in. But to have it fade out saying the same thing, oh, my God. Yeah. It's not as bad as that song of Forever. Um, if you want to have, have, have some fun. Yeah. Are you having fun? Are you? I'm like, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> that song felt like Groundhog Day. Okay? Oh, my God. By the way, check out our review on Forever because that was yes. the best time. One of the best times we've had on the show for sure. <laughs> um, and I watched a performance of the song in Istanbul, and it yeah. sounds delectable with the live instrument. So even with the repetitive mind-numbingness, it just sounds good live too. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. I think this is a really cool song. I think, yeah, you mentioned Spice. I think this is actually a nice progression from kind of something kind of funny. It has kind of a similar mm-hmm. feel to it. The way the chorus repeats is kind of similar to that. Um, so, yeah, that's what I think this time. I think the production maybe is a bit dreamier. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe just from Biff and Matt, maybe just growing a little bit. Because I think the production right. overall on this album is a lot more lush overall. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, so, yeah, I think the girls have also grown a lot vocally between the first album and this one as well. The harmonies are way tighter. Um, the overall sound is much more polished. Uh, the harmonies in the pre-chorus and through the chorus are really, really nice, really well balanced. Um, and agreed. Shout out to Victoria. She sounds amazing on that first mm-hmm. verse. Um, I think my one complaint, there's that little moment that Jerry has kind of before the final <laughs> pre-chorus, which is cute when she does it live. But I wish mm-hmm. they had a proper bridge or, or even a Mel B rap <laughs> or something, which yeah. I feel like rap, Mel B raps in general are quite lacking on this album. Uh, yeah. But I think this would have been the perfect opportunity for something like that. Um, yes. So, yeah, I found that moment a little odd. Uh, but I <laughs> I do enjoy the little breakdown for Mel C. And then for the final chorus is the, both Mel C and Emma doing ad libs. Yes. Uh, that yeah. definitely helps with the repetitiveness because <laughs> I agree that the chorus kind of goes on a little too long um (laughs) lyrically though i think i love how like in the first verse they're telling off this man for being an awful person you know and and there's a melancholy and sadness in general to kind of how they're singing it but then the second verse is actually switching to them singing to their each other or or they're they're being a supportive friend they're like keep your head up high like you're the super fly yeah so I think that's yeah. cool, like, just to kind of have those two different yes. things. It's not fully just, like, a male-bashing song, you know? Um, <laughs> so I appreciate that. Uh, so, yeah, I think for this one, I will give it an eight. How about you? 
Same, actually. <laughs> All right, moving on to track five. We have Never Give Up on the Good Times by the Spice Girls, <laughs> Richard Biff Standard, and Matt Rowe. And so this one has been heavily rumored since 1998 that it was supposed to be released as part of a double A-side single with Viva Forever, but that these mm. plans fell through when Jerry left the group. There were rumors mm -hmm. of a single version having been commissioned. Um, the tour version that they did on the Spice World tour sounded a little different, so people maybe thought that the single version would sound more like that. Mm. These rumors have still never been confirmed by anyone, the group or the label or anyone. Um, so we'll never know, but I think <laughs> the song should definitely have been a single. But what do you think yeah. of, of this one? Ah, all I remember is Mr. Step and his pot de mm. <laughs> and his mama, 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 mother. <laughs> <laughs> and Victoria in her mini dress. I thought that was so, like, I don't know, think yes. about that. Which is <laughs> one of my favorite She's scenes. Not, yeah. What I'm not about to do is, when he goes, do some suit new, I'll show you a suit new. <laughs> crying um the intro is rather misleading because it sounds like spice up your life part two like a little bit like for some reason i'm like where is this going but then it goes into a disco pop but I, okay i want to say it's a little bit more than disco though because i feel like that's too easy for me it sounds like cool in the gang actually mm. like there's a couple songs like get down get down get down uh, what other song? It just sounds like cool in the game specifically to me. Um, is that funky pop? The Rhodes piano makes it even more retro. And I'm sure there's a lot more Brit pop songs I'm not familiar with that use that the same piano. Mm. But again, it just feels like that uh, cool in the game kind of vibe. And the slight dance break with the flutes and the strings and after the first chorus is nice and the song is another one of those fully actualized tracks that, that don't stray too far from the general instrumentation but they still maintain my attention and that's really important because again with all these switch-ups and crap and music especially in k-pop you're like or lack thereof and it's still boring or it's too yeah. wild you know but yeah the middle eight or the bridge section is exquisite it does feel lush i feel like that's going to be the 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 peewee herman word of the day right lush yeah. And it's fantastic in the sense of like creating a fantasy. I just want to close my eyes and just dance to it, you know, like like the meaning of the song is really sweet and it's uplifting without being corny, which I appreciate. Like yep. we talk about it all the time, right? Like, oh my God, this is getting a little cheesy. This has no cheese. If, if it's any kind of cheese, it's sharp cheddar, honey, because it's, it's it's just flavorful, okay? It's just it's just right. Yep. Um, the good times and living it up are a state of mind and you shouldn't give up on it. Like, I mean, that's pretty much what people are saying now, but in different ways. And it's interesting to hear the sentiment even when they probably weren't feeling that way sometimes, especially with some maybe some issues within the group or maybe like their own personal issues, like Melcy mm -hmm. was kind of talking about um, during, you know, in her book and whatnot with her own yeah. body issues and such. And like, they're all going through something. So to have this kind of song be one of their like more well-known yeah. ones too, is just like, oh, the performance wise on like vocally, they sound great on this. Of course, you know, Melcy just, ah, nah, nah, yes. nah, nah, nah. I can't hit it, but you know, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Yes. I also love the key change. It it's kind of comes mm -hmm. at an interesting spot in the song as well. And there isn't like a ton of lead up to it. It kind of just happens right away, which is kind of fun. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think, like you said, I, I appreciate that it's not super cheesy. I actually still don't fully understand the, the situations that they're alluding to in these verses. Like they're yeah. talking about these people who clearly are not in their happiest state or, you know, they're going yeah. through a lot of things at the moment. But they, it's mm -hmm. a little... I don't know. I don't fully understand what they were going for there, uh, like mm -hmm, what the actual mm -hmm. stories were. But I think they do 
feel sad or or like that these people are in a place where they're not very happy. So I think then to come in with the chorus where it's like, don't give up, like life is full of dark and light, you know, like Mm -hmm. things will get better kind of thing. I appreciate that as a contrast. But yeah, this song is just one of those ones that just makes me instantly happy. Um, It's yeah, it's an instant pick me up for me. Uh, and I mm-hmm. never ever get sick of this one either. Um, I will. I do love the flute moment that happens before the third <laughs> yes. verse. Especially, I feel like the flute is getting a resurgence because of Lizzo a little bit. And so, you know, oh, if you yeah. ever want to re-release a remix or something, they should feature Lizzo doing like some crazy <gasps> oh, flute solo gosh. and then a rap. Can you imagine how fun that yes, would be? Yes, never give up on the good times, yeah. bitch. Okay, <laughs> where, can, can someone on the Spice Girls team, you, you guys need to hire some fans. Like, we'll help with these deluxe versions, you know? You know um, what? <laughs> that is so true. Oh, we'll get to yeah. that at the end. We'll get to yeah. that at the end. But yeah, um, but yeah I will shout out. But yeah, the the bridge that, hey, now look around. I love that yeah. part. It's actually one of my favorite parts of the song. And they rarely ever perform it. They did it at Earl's Court, but they they always cut that part out. So if you guys tour again, can you bring that part back too? Thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Please and um, thank you. But yes, one of my absolute favorites. So again, this one gets a 10 mm. for me. How about you? Yeah, this is another 10 for me as well. Up next, we have Move Over by Mary Wood, Clifford Lane, Spice Girls, Matt Rowe, and Biff. And it incorporated the jingle Generation Next for the cola brand Pepsi. The song was used for the group's commercial for the brand that ran through 1997. And although it was not officially a single, the group did include the track on their greatest hits release in 2007. The live version from Istanbul was released as an exclusive single, and this song actually does have a music video and the group filmed a few ads that aired globally i mean it's not a music video as i much guess as you could like count those clip. as music videos yeah, music, yeah <laughs> it's a music clip right let's just a commercial film if you will um yes. but yes i mean what do you think about this track because mm-hmm. i have my word <laughs> yeah well first it's funny hearing the same production sounds in various songs because that bubble sound that starts this song was definitely in mm. never give up on the good times as well mm-hmm. um but yeah this one's a fun one. I think like Spice Up Your Life, it encapsulates mm-hmm. the group's energy so well. And I think they yeah. did a good job. Like they were given the jingle, right? And they were kind of like, okay, like write a full song around this. So I thought they did mm-hmm. a good job of making it cooler. It feels like a jingle, but it does it does still hold on itself as a song, you know? So I yeah. think they did a good job navigating that situation. Um, I have to shout out the harmonies in this one for sure. Yeah. Really, really cool. There's a lot of interesting dynamics all throughout it. And the way they decided to structure it with kind of the different random words that people are shouting with the chanting oh, yeah. and the duos. Yes. Into, like, it, it's a little all over the place, but they managed to make it work. Um, mm-hmm. Not too overwhelming. And it's not, you're never kind of at a point, at least for me, where it's like, I don't know what is going on. Like there's enough of a structure where it's kind of like, you can kind of understand it. Um, and I love Mel B's ad-libs and her little yelling moments as well. I Like I said, I want more of that. I kind of miss that on this album compared to the last one. I want more of these kind of crazy <laughs> Mel B moments. So this one has a lot of them. Um, and the lyrics <laughs> yeah. they add, the lyrics they ended up adding are interesting. Some of them actually are a little little deeper right like teach don't preach like uh, all these kind of sentiments uh, but also i love that section with them just sent, saying the random words with oh, yeah. in them. baby nation yeah. melevation it was like what and then i believe they did actually switch these up into like some dirty words you know when they were did live on tour as well so yeah oh, that's what do you fun. think of this okay. one i mean 
Uh, you know, out of the things I found out while doing this show with you, there's a number of different things we've we've just dis- I've discovered. We discovered together even while doing this show. And this song is one of them. I mean, like, this sounds like a total advert jingle, like totally. Yeah. The chorus is rockier than their usual sound, but the boom bap and the rock the R and B popness is totally them. I just wonder what would have happened if the song had an actual chorus and not just a tagline, you know? Mm. Like, I feel like they could have like done a little bit more than generation next. Like, oh come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> like I feel like they could have done something with that, and I agree with you. The vocals are really good. And shout out again to the um, the alto vocal queen that is Victoria. She sounds really good on the lows, man. And I mm. think the overall arrangement of the songs are good. And I like how the bridge part actually pans from ear to ear. I think the track version does that more than the actual like adverts, um, and it makes it sound like the girls are coming over to take over my mind, the Spice World order. Uh, and shout out to them getting the Pepsi sponsorship. Like I'm more of a Coke girl myself. But if I saw my faves drinking it at the time, guess who is downing cans of Pepsi? Mm. Okay. Um, but yeah, so for this song, <laughs> this song, I will give it, I'll give it an eight. It's like, it's just not them per se, like the verses do it, but it's a little bit like a bit of a, like a cluster duck in, in terms of like arrangement at points. So eight. Yeah, I'm Maybe actually going to go lower than you. I'm going to go a 7.5. So I think, yeah. yeah, I think the energy is fun. I think they look great in the advertisements. I love that yeah. like, random alleyway thing that they're in. And, and, and yeah, but yeah. yeah, as a song, it's not like anything. But moving on to track seven, we have Do It, which was done by the Spice Girls and Andrew Watkins and Paul Wilson, a.k.a. Absolute. Mm-hmm. And Melcy has recently noted that she is not a huge fan of the track. Partly because they can never get the lyrics of the verses right when they perform it. Um, mm-hmm. But also she just thinks it's, you know, they have better. Uh, which I agree with. But I do think it is a fun one. Um, it is mm-hmm. one that just kind of makes me smile when I hear it. Because it, it just sounds so happy. And it, it is kind of cheesy in a way. But it is empowering. Um, yeah. And the, I love the verses in this, though. Um, even if they can't get the lyrics right. Like the dynamic between... <laughs> Mel B leading the lows and Mel C on the highs. And they're also singing with each other, but singing at each other and like counteracting what each of them is saying. Like just a really fun dynamic between those two parts. And then Emma sounds great on that pre-chorus with some really nice full harmonies as well. Um, And I like how the song can be interpreted in a few different ways. You can look look at it just as the very empowering general, like, just do what feels right. Who cares about the rules? Who cares what people yeah. think? Just do what you want to do. Like, do it. You can do it. Um, then it can also be seen as almost an anti-slut shaming anthem, right? Mm-hmm, Where it's like, because mm-hmm. the verse lyrics do allude to, you know, sex yeah. And, and, and yeah, and kind of, uh, yeah, Next slut shaming a little bit. And this one's kind of like, yeah. if you want to do it, just do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate that. Um, and yeah, the, you mentioned Victoria on the lows. Yeah, every group needs a bass. Girl group, yes. boy group, mixed group, you all need a bass. Like, it grounds everything <laughs> so nicely. It adds so much dynamic. That is the one thing that's been lacking from K-pop. But, you mm-hmm. know, like, both mm-hmm. boys and girls, like, there's never a bass mm-hmm. moment. Um, also, mm-hmm. Melcy's ad-libs, again, sound amazing on this, and it keeps those final chorus repeats a little more interesting. So, yeah, what do you think of this one? <laughs> <laughs> yes honestly in the beginning Mel C's notes she sounds like a rooster early in the morning not in a shady way <laughs> not in a shady way but it is loud and it is clear honey alright it's like wake up y'all wake up um, this one this sound the production wise sounds like Charles Wright and the Watts um, uh, 103rd like, express yourself I kind of has that feel for me just for me 
uh, the street rhythm band, excuse me, I, I kind of just stopped at 120, uh, 103, 10, wow, I stopped at the name of the street and actually didn't finish the sentence. But anyway, um, it, I could, I'm sure someone could like cite a Brit pop song or act with a similar sound. But for me, this sounds like Charles Wright, um, which is not a bad thing. It's a damn good song. And it's similar in messaging about living shamelessly and freeing what's in your soul or in your body. Emma does sound like an angel. Yes, she does. You're right. Um, uh, the bridge is smooth to me because, again, like you said, Alto holds it down. It grounds it in a way that I can feel it in my soul. And I remember two years ago when we watched this performance, uh, it was a tour recording. and we You're saw like, Spice World at Wembley, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Victoria was pregnant and, you know, Mel was with her man at the time. So they look so cute in their outfits, looking super chic. So this brings back, like, some fun memories of us just chilling during Vidco lockdown. And it was fun to, like, look at this and listen to it. But, um, but yeah. It's a, it's a solid song, but yeah, they do have better for sure. I don't know how Melcy could figure her parts. Her parts are the easiest, honestly. I don't know how she forgets them, but <laughs> she. I think it's a, from what I've seen because they did mess it up a few times on the 2019 tour. It's more Melby and Emma getting it wrong. I was about to but say, but then yeah. when Melby and Emma get it wrong, then the other two then mess up the response. You know, I'm crying. <laughs> that is so cute. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So what do you rate this one? I'll give. Okay, it's not bad. I'll give this one like a. 7.5 though is not bad. That's okay. I ooh, I will give this one an eight, I think. Okay. Yeah. Next up is a denying by Spice Girls Absolute Team, which consists of Andrew Watkins and Paul Wilson. Yes, this one's interesting for sure. The G Funk is back from Say You'll Be There. Mm-hmm. But this one's more inspired by RB and hip hop. Uh, I love the drum beat of this one for sure. And songs like this make me wonder what the hell happened with Forever. This is pop, sure, but it's also very much RB. Mm-hmm. Again, what happened? <laughs> I like the vocal delivery on it. Like Emma had a little twang. Victoria had her raspy kind of tone in the verse. Mel B was more belted in the approach and Jerry and her natural speaking voice kind of singing tone. And then you can really tell who's who without wondering for yes. sure. In this first verse already right out the gate. And then performing it live is a good time to watch. Like for real, like Jerry's on the roller skates and they're on stage pretending that they're at a bar. Like it was fun. But it's just like, first of all, those roller skates, I would have busted my whole butt. Yeah. My whole butt cheeks, toxics and all. Um, but I like that. Like the whole check yourself, but don't forget yourself, the rap, the laugh. It all just felt more natural than what they try to do on Forever. Um, but again, watch our review for sure. But yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do yeah. You think about this one? I really like this one. I think this tends to be one of the more underrated ones on their discography. Okay. Uh, people tend to forget about it because it it's not as loud. You know, it's not as, you know, yeah. energetic as the others. But this one does fit in with more the first album kind of sound. And yeah, yeah. the beginning does totally sound like Say You'll Be There as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I think it's, again, we said Lush was kind of the word for this album. That sparkly keyboard mixed with this really full bass line, it really does make me think of that lounge kind of idea, mm-hmm. right? And that's because of how they performed it, I think, on tour. But I do think of, yeah. like, fancy cocktails, like velvet couches and, like, candles and stuff. Like, that's, like, what I think the of candle. when I hear this. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I think the dynamic of the chorus is actually one of my favorite moments on this album. I love Mel B mm-hmm. leading it. I love the dynamic with kind of the the repeats mixed with kind of the forward backing vocals. Um, like this has to be sung by a group, you know. I love the way yeah. they split it when they when they sang it live with the extra harmonies and everything as well. And yes, finally we do get a Mel B rap moment, albeit 
kind of a Ooh. short one. Um, yeah. But I would have loved to actually a full rap verse here uh, or even mm -hmm. another kind of similar like love thing where they kind of she did the back and forth mm -hmm. with Jerry. I think this would have been a great song for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the only thing I think is, is maybe missing here. Um, lyrically, right. though, it's interesting. I wonder what this is about. Um, I think it's mm. probably management again, possibly. Like those verses kind yeah. of sound like they're speaking to someone of authority. And it's kind of like we can see yeah. what you're doing. Like you're trying to tear us apart. Yeah. You're trying to like overwork us. Like we see what you're doing. I know you need me. If you stay that way, it's never going to be right. Like. Yeah. Under the mask of like talking to a manager dating. Right? right. But it's still very much. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So very like, interesting. How do you tell someone? Yeah. You're going to fire them without firing them, right? <laughs> this is like, you're next on the chopping block. And you're like, oh, it's a good song. <laughs> Weeks later, can you, we want to talk to you. <laughs> Just like, huh? Like, yeah, I mean, it could, it, could, it, it could be about a relationship as well. But I, yeah, yeah. reading this, though, knowing the kind of larger context of where the group was at, I feel uh -huh. like it could be about management again. So, wow, uh -huh. Simon, you, wow. Um, anyway, uh -huh. um, I will give this that 10%. one. That 10%. Look at that 10%. <laughs> um, anyway, I will give this one a nine. How about you? I go to 8.5. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Oh, next is Viva Forever by the Spice Girls, Biff and Matt. So this is the fourth and final single from the album, and it was the first released after the after the Jerry, it was the first single released after Jerry left the group. Though they though they kept their vocals on the track, which is cool because mm. you know erasure is real. Um, the song is about reminiscing about a holiday romance and about how small moments live forever in your mind. And the music video was directed by Academy Award winner Steve Box, who worked on the claymation animations Chicken Run and Wallace and Gromit. Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> and he came up with the concept of the loss of youth and innocence and made the tin puppets inspired by the idea of the group as lost toy fairies. And he's also stated that it is a commentary on the fleetingness of pop music and how acts quickly run and crash um, and fall. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean... Right off the bat, though, before we get into the song, I just want to make it very well known that I like Claymation. I mean, I'm a fan of them. The movies that he cited, watch them time and time again. What I will also say is that I don't like those sprites. <laughs> I, will, I will never like those sprites. I know what they represent. Yeah. But they were unsettling. They're scary. <laughs> yeah, they're very scary. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? In the, in the still of the night, in the still of the night, all you see is... Yeah, this crazy know. smile. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like that and smile I, movie. They would fit in that new movie that's doing well. Yeah. And I love Spice Up Your Life. You know, like, you know, I would hate that. Like, girl power. I would hate that in my, like, it just, no. Um, I understand the idea behind it, but it's just a... Yeah, I, I mean, I think like, like, no. for the video, I, I have learned yeah. to appreciate more now. I remember watching it as a kid. I had no idea what the hell was going on. I was like, why could they not just have taken a tour video here? Like, what is At happening? At this point. Um, yeah, but, you know, I, I understand the, the sentiment behind it, though. 
Yes, they look very mm. scary. And then also they like kidnap this girl. <laughs> so they're kind of evil too, you know? It's giving, it's giving, you know, Pied Piper, giving Hansel and Gretel. I just don't yeah, know. Yeah, like the, it's it just ended with her like returning or whatever, like an Alice in Wonderland situation. <laughs> but no, she literally just disappears and her brother or whoever she's with, it just has to like walk home alone. Like it's like, oh, what? Um, but yeah. But anyway, what do you think of the song? <laughs> uh, oh, the drums. Okay. The drums sound like ordinary love by Sade. Mm. Something about it just sounds like that to me. And the guitars are giving Spanish, Spanish guitar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's quite simple with some swells here and there with the strings in the song. Um, it's very full. And I like the vocal arrangements. You know, uh, Viva Forever is an interesting title. You're like, hasta mañana. That's just not, that's not how they sang it. But I'm just, I just don't want to sing it properly right now. But I thought that was cute. Hasta mañana. I'm singing it so strangely right now, but yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, what are your thoughts about it? Because I feel like you're, you're, you'll articulate my thoughts better than I would myself right now. Yes, I think the song is is beautiful. The melody is better than whatever you were saying yeah. just now. Um, <laughs> there's, um, there's a darkness. There's a creepiness to it, especially mm-hmm. with that breath in the beginning. Yeah. That, Oh, yeah, that little yeah. crazy moment in the beginning. And they make it even scarier. Like the intro on the tour was, I, I think, even more kind of like weird and like a mix of angelic, but like creepy angelic, you know? Oh. Um, so it's interesting. Like the six winged angels that are actually like mm. historically correct. The seraphim. Okay. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. Wow, we learned a new word. Thank you, K-pop. Come on. Um, but yeah, so um, <laughs> the Spanish guitar with the strings, super pretty. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know it was a Spanish influence at the time, obviously, when I was a <gasps> right. kid. But I think it's right. done so beautifully, like, listening to it now. And I think it was, again, Jerry who really kind of started the track. So, wow, she was so pivotal to the songwriting. So that's that's your answer right there, what happened to Forever. <gasps> jerry missing uh, but yeah um the chorus is so pretty this is another one where i would definitely suggest you go listen to the isolated stems and acapellas that fans have managed to yeah. pull apart victoria has a really great harmony here um that's quite low in the mix so definitely you should listen out for that and um jerry actually sings the lead in the chorus it's just blended a lot like in the final version but she sounds mm-hmm. really beautiful mm-hmm. singing the chorus as well so um yeah i think it's just such a beautiful song. Um, again, a really great blend of melancholy, but hope and and warmness and love in there mm-hmm. too. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that that's just really beautiful. I think I think when we think of summer flings, I think usually it's mm-hmm. it's seen as you know like like the Grease song or like there are other oh, songs yeah. where it's like a little oh, more like hey hey like look what I did over the summer uh, as opposed <laughs> to it being kind of like this very reflective like wow that was like a really short moment but it actually made an impact on me and I'll remember it forever uh, I kind right, of love that you put that. it down yeah. damn <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, also shout out to the outro cause love mm-hmm. Mel B doing the chorus the octave lower with Mel C's ad libs on top uh, that's for sure my favorite moment in the song um, so yeah, I think this one's really beautiful and, and it's always a, a really nice moment when they sing it live as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's not as romantic, I think, as the other single sound. There's something more just right. like ethereal about it. So it always kind of, yeah. yeah, it's just always an interesting moment. For sure, for sure. So what do you rate this song? I got my numbers ready. This one for sure gets a 10 for me. 
How about you? Me too. <laughs> Me too. I had them really low, but they're here, yeah. <laughs> All right. Even so... with my terrible, like, <laughs> recall. That was terrible. <laughs> Uh, it was terrible. Uh, <laughs> 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 We're already at the last song on this album, which is crazy. Yeah. But again, don't worry. We will do all the B-sides. There's just some great B-sides on this album. Um, but anyway, mm -hmm. track 10 is The Lady is a Vamp, which was done by the Spice Girls and Andrew and Paul of Absolute. And this one is a really fun one. A super jazz inspired. Mm -hmm. Again, it makes me think of Jerry just because... I don't know, it just it mm -hmm. feels like this is her personality kind of mm -hmm. all wrapped together. Um, and she sounds mm -hmm. great on her moments as well. Um, yes. So obviously, I think of the photo shoot scene from the movie when I hear this song. Oh yeah, I wrote that down too. And that's always yeah. actually made me think because obviously they were writing the album at the same time as the movie. So I wonder what chicken came first, egg. chicken or the egg? Like, did they want to dress yeah. up as these icons? So they're like, oh, let's write a song where we're referencing all these older icons. Or did they do the shoot first and they're like, we need some music to go behind this photo shoot scene. And they're like, well, let's just sing about these these people we dressed up as, you know, so that's yeah. interesting. I don't know if we ever got yeah. the know the answer to that. So, but if fans do know the answer to that, let us know. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, the production feels super authentic to me for this one. This isn't just like mm -hmm. fake jazz. This isn't pop producers, you know, using fake stems and fake instruments to try and make the jazz sound. It actually mm -hmm. feels very well orchestrated and planned out with the way all yes. the different parts of the orchestra come together and have their own flourishes yes. and stuff. So I really appreciate that. And I love the idea of them referencing and almost honoring all these pop culture icons that came before them. Mm -hmm. And then essentially yes, they call exactly. themselves out as and add themselves to the list at the end <laughs> too, which is kind of awesome. Um, <laughs> they definitely did yeah. do that. <laughs> and then, yeah, this takes the idea of girl power without them screaming girl power. You know, I think it yes. could have been really easy for them for any part of this album because girl power basically became, you know, part of their brand. They never yeah. used that term on this album, thank the Lord. You know, I think Spice of Your Life could have very easily been turned into some crazy girl power anthem, and they didn't do oh. that, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this was a nice way of doing the girl power situation, the female empowerment yes. kind of idea without getting too cheesy about it. Um, and, yeah, that outro of them calling out their character names or caricature yeah. names so good i love how they each sing their mm -hmm. own names um also shout out to the 2019 shows and all the girls did the point when they all sang posh because yeah. victoria wasn't there um but also yeah. lastly i want to shout out <laughs> benjamin rahala he's like a broadway mm -hmm. producer music director mm -hmm. and he had done a show a broadway loves the spice girls show here in new york a few mm. years ago that I went to where like Broadway stars cover the Spice Girls yeah. and Ariana DeBose, who is now the Academy Award winner for West Side Story. Mm -hmm. She sang the song at that one and she did an amazing oh, job. Dope. So that's yeah, I need to shout that. Look that up. That's on YouTube if you want to watch that. They did it for that. Kelly too. I went to that one also. I've been to a lot of them actually. They're pretty cool. This song is good. I think this depression era kind of vaudeville burlesque-esque track is inspired, uh, is really uh, fun and it's campy as hell, which is what is enjoyable about them. I think a lot of pop acts lose their... <sighs> they worry about looking cool and coming across as like, I'm a serious artist instead of just actually having fun because like not every single song can be can, has to be about your struggle please mm -hmm. <laughs> like they're just having a good time and this song really does feel right up um, Jerry and Emma's personal alley like it just feels like something they would have just done on their own anyway um, but it's nice to hear them as a group do it um, chorus is fabulous and I love the vocal splits of the harmonies it was very much like those sister groups from like yesteryear mm. um, the roll call like you said 
iconic. Uh, the flip being the chorus to say that the modern woman can do whatever she wants and that she's not a tramp and that she's a vixen also ties back into the whole like avoiding the slut shaming and the girl power thing. And uh, like you said, the photo shoot, everything was there. Everything you said, I completely agree with you. And um, yeah, I think this was a nice way to close out an album that you didn't know was going to be your last. Well, as a set, you know, know what I'm saying? pretending like, forever never happened. <laughs> As a set, excuse me, my bad. Whoopsie. With the original uh, li- lineup, you know? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. How would you? Oh, I would give this song, I, I think for what it is and what it did, I'll give this song a 9.5. Okay, yeah. I'll give this a 9. Um, It's not my favorite yeah. on the album. Uh, right. But yeah, it's it's definitely great for what they were going for, for sure. And it's yes. always fun live as well. Um, yes. All right. So we're at the cut or keep section which is where we have to choose to cut a song, or if we're only allowed to keep one song, what would it be? So, what would you cut? If I had to get rid of a song, mm. like honestly get rid of one, I was like, mm, they're really add anything to my life. I would probably do, let's see. Hmm, maybe do it. Do it doesn't really do anything for me. Like I like the reference that I think this is based on and what it's kind of doing. But again, they've done so much better with Express Yourself songs and yeah. a couple of other songs already do that pretty well. Yeah. So, yeah. Bye-bye. Do it. Get out. Interesting. What about you? Yes. Okay. So I'm, I was actually debating between Do It and another song. So I'll choose the other one. I'll choose Saturday Night Divas, actually. Oh. Um, because I think I think something kind of funny is better than it. And I think denying yeah. kind of carries the, that kind of cool R&B thing already. So I think yeah. out of all of them, that's maybe the one I would do. But I do still love it. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so if I had not to... a lack of love. Yeah. Yeah. Make that very clear. Um, if I had to us. keep a song, ooh, okay, this is hard. I <laughs> would probably, oh God, I would probably pick Sound like me. too much. <laughs> I'd probably pick too much. Um, Damn it. Yeah. Too, <laughs> is that what you're going to do? Um, no, but now I thought about, oh shoot, that sounds too right. <laughs> yeah, too much. I, I think, like I said, I, I never get sick of mm-hmm. this song. I think. Melcy has said this in a lot of interviews too. The Spice Girls are known for the wannabe and Spice Up Your Life and these more just kind of upbeat in your face songs. But the ballads yeah. are are so good. And this one's for sure my yeah. favorite one. Um Melcy has recently released an acoustic version as well, which is beautiful. Yeah. Um and, and yeah, I think it, it's just it's up there. I think it doesn't get enough attention. I think it's better than to become one. Like I think it should be up there with the wannabe mm-hmm. and spice up your life when mm-hmm. people reference the the group. So yeah. What do mm-hmm. you think? I agree with you. I'll second that. I think it's great. And I think in the sense of like in, in the age of consent and me just being very much about that life, um, always talking about consent with people. I think that part of what part of no, don't you understand means a lot more to me uh, than I think than anything else that they've said. And I think like that's really something even if the song wasn't about that, someone mm. could hear that and be like, oh, my God. Yeah. That that feels that makes me feel something, and I've always felt very close to that line. Um, I just love that they said it without it having it be explicitly about that, but you could translate it as however you want. And that, and they're telling their freaking management to go kick rocks. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Go touch some grass. So yeah, that song <laughs> definitely would stay for sure. Mm. Um, with that being said, I mean it's the 25th anniversary of the album, and we just did our um velvet rope release too which is another 25th anniversary which is lovely i mean all these wonderful albums are getting this this not revival but these re-releases and mm-hmm. and and getting just 
tuned up for DSP and it sounds really good. We're getting extra goodies. I plan on buying either a sweater or a t-shirt because I need Spice merch. It's been too long now. It's been like, what, three, four different videos of Spice? I haven't done anything yet. Yes. Not good. Um, What do you think is next for the group? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. So next? you mentioned the 25th anniversary release. There have been a lot of fans yeah. that are not happy with what they gave us. I actually don't mind it. I just really wanted Step to Me on streaming, which they gave us. Um, yes. And my expectations were quite low <laughs> other than that. Mm -hmm. I yes. appreciate them releasing something for us. And, and I'm more curious what they're going to do with Forever. Um, All right. Yeah, you know, we'll see. I'm very fortunate. I met Mel C a few weeks yeah. ago. Um, I'm yes. wearing Mel C's shirt. If you are not watching us on YouTube, um, her book was mm -hmm. awesome. So I definitely think mm -hmm. you should go read that or, or do the audio book if you're interested. And yeah, hopefully, you know, Mel B is trying to manifest. She put hashtag Spice Tour 2023 in her latest Instagram post. So, you I'll know, let's let's us, get girl. Jerry and Emma <laughs> on board. Let's make this happen. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll pretty much travel anywhere to go see them. Other Probably not Australia, because I think that's what's next. But yeah, if they do <laughs> the Europe again, if they don't come to the U.S. first, I'll go again. <laughs> I hear that. Come on now. Come on now. Uh, it's it's nice to kind of, again, like I said, see all these artists get this uh, galvanized uh, version of their albums because mm. they're good. Um, and nothing, I'm not saying nothing that's getting released now is good, but it's nice to hear it because they were good for a reason. They were the highest selling for a reason. Right. Um, I think overall as an album, this was a nice progression from spice like it's really good like because spice is fun and they sound like young girls kind of just like living life and and whatnot like young early 20s women mm -hmm. this sounds like mid 20 or, or older like it just sounds older yes and for a sophomore album i mean that slump is real and for us to sit there and be like oh the score is this, the score is that but not really like listen if i if i could get tense i would but i was trying to be a little bit more yeah. like less biased you know uh but yeah this this album is pretty solid i think with the one songs we took away each not because they're bad it's just that they have so much stronger but this could have been this could have, it could have stayed anyway but yeah i think um they sounded good and you could definitely see that as they performed in tours that they got more confident i really liked it too so now yeah. actually listening to it and 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 reviewing it makes me appreciate it a lot more a lot, lot more for yeah sure. it is interesting hearing the development from the first album to this one because mm -hmm. While there are still elements of that R&B influence that really was so prevalent mm -hmm. in the first album, this album is a mm -hmm. lot more pop. Um, yes. And they seem to be having a lot more fun with it, actually. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. it's interesting because in, then in that sense, it's a little sillier. It's a little lighter oh, yeah. in ways. So it's yeah. almost less mature in some ways, mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting. Right. But then lyrically, obviously, they've been thrown into this new crazy world of fame since the first album mm -hmm. so they've experienced so much more both professionally and personally so then lyrically it's more mature for sure it's not just yeah. like stupid stuff with their with boys it's like <laughs> big problems that they're having you know in the yeah. in their situation um so yeah that's just an interesting dynamic and yeah vocally way stronger confidence is really coming through um vocal blend is really improving as well so mm -hmm. yeah i absolutely love this album i think People always say, like, it's Spice or Spice World better. I can never decide. I always go back and forth between the two. Yeah, um, it's tough. But yeah, it's pretty crazy thinking about how they had to, how busy they were. And they still managed to make yeah. a really good quality album. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no excuses yeah. no more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I'm very, no very biased. So I'm obviously giving it a 10 as a whole album. But what do you give it? <laughs> 
My voice said, I'm obviously very biased. I am. I, w- <laughs> I would have thought I was not going to think that. I think it, because with me, I, I'm a little bit more like, eh, uh, eh, uh. so, you know, I don't, listen, I can understand that. Um, With all that I've said about it, I would give this one a 10 as well. I think I'd give this one a 10. I think it's good. I think it's a good pop album. I think it's good for the R&B that they did do. Mm-hmm. Um, And they tried to not follow too much of the same things. I mean, there's not a lot of male B rap, so they did try. Yeah. They did have some songs that were like, hey, you remember us for this? Here's that. Um, yes. So, yeah, each song had a nice little callback or like a a step up or even like a, an evolution of, you know. So I appreciate that for sure. All right. That being said, Spice fans. What are the Spice fans called? Spice fans, what do you think about the album? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below or message us at CCTV Pops on all social media. You can also join us on Patreon where you can help us decide our next episode topics. So please give us a like, subscribe to our channel, and hit that notification bell. And for our listeners, give us a rating and a review on your podcast platform of choice. Until next time, that's Chris. That's Jan. And we are CCTV. Bye. <laughs> Ha, <laughs> <laughs>